You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Broadcasting revival for the church, awakening for the nations, and restoration for the world. Welcome to the VOR Radio Show. Thank you for joining me again as we have been going deep into Sound the Alarm with the real prophets of God rise up. We've been exposing false prophets, been teaching you what are the red flags. We have been talking about what the scripture said. It's not what I say, but it's what the scriptures say about it. We've been talking about how many are masquerading, trying to be prophets when they're really witches and warlocks. And today we're gonna finish up as we expose cults and the occult. Prophets that are prophesying using occult means and cults that are trying to infiltrate the church. We're going to talk about what is the difference between false prophets and watchmen prophets. Let's talk about this. The false prophets use the name of God for their benefit, deceiving and being deceived, teaching doctrines of devils and leading people astray. The watchman prophet exposes what is not of God, only speaks when the Spirit of God allows and preaches repentance and turn to the Lord. God is raising up a company of prophets who will expose and point out the false prophets of our day. So how do they know that they are false? Let's talk about this. I want to talk a little bit, how do we know they're false? That's what I'm going to talk about today. But right now I want to talk about what's the difference between a cult and the occult. A cult is usually described religious or semi-religious groups whose members are controlled in almost every single aspect by a single individual, usually a leader. They go by the leader's teachings, not by scripture, okay? Not by the word of God. The difference between the occult, the occult is about hidden knowledge, secret knowledge through initiation, through practices, through rituals. Most of the time, this is opening yourself up to the demonic. This is talking about witchcraft, divination, sorcery. That's when you're dealing with the occult. Let's talk a little bit about occult. This is having to deal with happened not too long ago with Apostle Alexander Pagani. Alexander Pagani is the apostle of Amazing Church in Bronx, New York. He just recently did some videos exposing a group called New Heaven and New Earth. He discerned something wasn't right, and he goes to find out that they're a cult, that this group was infiltrating. They were sending people over into their Bible studies, and they were trying to recruit people to this new heaven and new earth. New Heaven and New Earth Church was founded in the 1980s by Lee Man He. Primarily, their objective is to infiltrate churches like military recruitment. To weak believers to their churches, they use love. They're, they recruit with love, unity, 
and community looking for the vulnerable who are hurt by the church. The name of the church is called Sing Chengji, or also known in America as New Heaven and New Earth. There's been countless articles that have been done about this cult, describing how they break up families and they have brainwashed and control your every move. They have what they call the promised pastor, and he believes that he will not die and he'll live forever, and that he is the second coming of Jesus Christ. There you go the signs of another false prophet. Notice something, that the leaders of cults are self-appointed. They have and do strange things. Sounds like the false prophets of our church as well, no? The cult of church prophets. Maybe we should call that the cult of church prophets. What's another example of a cult? Jehovah's Witness, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, also a cult. There's, We can go through all of this. I think... I think that the 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 line between what is what is Christian, what is not, has been blurred. So we don't really know what is of God and what is not. So this apostle found out he was able to discern this and stop this before it started spreading into the church. Remember, I talked about Second Timothy two, where it talks about that their message started spreading like gangrene or like a cancer. You see, you got to stop that before it starts spreading. That's being a jackal. They're foxes, sly. They make their move. And that's why we need to teach on apologetics, because we don't have discernment about certain things. Before it's too late, we get ourselves wrapped up in cults. We get ourselves wrapped up in prophetic teachings that are occultic, and we find ourselves bound, and we need deliverance. These false prophets or even cults, they do it for gain. And when I'm thinking about false prophets, false prophets of the occult, they prophesy for gain. These are the signs, you know, they prophesy for gain. They prophesy like psychics using witchcraft and sorcery to manipulate, control, and seduce people to follow them. I think it was in the last program or the program before I talked about how some are using the third eye to open themselves up to prophetic revelation. They call it the Christian third eye. There's no such thing. Let me tell you what the third eye is. The third eye is a mystical, invisible eye, usually depicted as located on the forehead, which provides perception beyond ordinary sight. The occult believes that it opens it up to power and wisdom of the occult. Some of the things involved of it is chancras, where you open your mind to enlightenment. Usually comes through meditation, yoga. It's this psychic ability to connect to the occult. This is a Hindu practice, also called the Eye of Horus or the Middle Eye of Shiva. Shiva was the, the god of destruction, the destroyer. This is where this idea of using the third eye to prophesy is manifesting, using scripture to back up their claim. Passion Java, like I told you a little bit about that, use this to say that you cannot have the spirit of discernment unless your third eye is open. And I told you, this is the occult and a witchcraft teaching. You don't realize you're opening yourself up to darkness. And this is the, this is not the work of the Holy Spirit, but unholy spirits. We're talking about you're opening yourself to darkness. And I was saying that this is not the work of the Holy Spirit. This is an unholy spirit. This is not the spirit of God. This is the spirit of darkness, the kingdom of darkness. 
A scripture comes to mind that Ezekiel talks about mixing the holy and the profane. They were the sons of Zadok. They taught between what is holy and what is profane. That word profane means common. They made what is holy unholy. They made to be common. It was, it was, uh, there was no fear of God. There was no discerning that it was a mixture. They started mixing the things of God with the things of the world. And the people didn't know the difference anymore. And that's what we, that's what you're seeing. And Jeremiah, the Lord always tells us, Jeremiah, what do you see? What do you see? What is the prophetic insight? What is God showing you? You need your eye to be filled with the light of God, the light of Christ, the Holy Spirit, and not with darkness. Matthew 6.22 talks about our condition. Matthew 6.22. Let's go to the Word of God. Here's what Jesus is saying in Matthew 6.22. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is clear... Spiritually perceptive, meaning your whole body will be full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But if your eye is bad, spiritually blind, your whole body will be full of darkness, devoid of God's precepts. So if the very light inside you, your inner self, your heart, and your conscience is darkness, how great and terrible is that darkness. Oh, I love what it says here. No one can serve two masters. Verse 24, it says, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon is money, possessions, fame, status, or whatever is valued more than the Lord. That is mammon. And what we're seeing today is these prophets following after mammon because their eye is not full of light. It's full of darkness. It's not different when we have prophetic ministries that charge people to give a prophecy or give them a master class, charging $350 or $500 to have a one-on-one. I see that if you were a coach or teaching people how to do business, but to prophesy? Come on. We have raised these prophets to a level of worship. This is idolatry and God is not pleased with it. And other nations worship prophets. Think about like Jehovah's Witness who followed their prophet and founder Charles Taz Russell with zeal. Or the Latter-day Saints who follow after their prophet Joseph Smith. Or what they have now their 12 apostles or their prophets who supposedly speak for God and the people follow them blindly. So we have cults and then we have a church steeped in paganism, casting off restraint, seeking after secret knowledge. This is a cult. This is not biblical people. This is demonic where these guys are talking about the third eye where they're talking about that in order to have discernment, you need to open up your third eye. They're talking new age terms. You need to know this. These things are not biblical. They are demonic. They are the of, of the occult. These people are actually like psychics and witch doctors who are practicing the craft. 
Let's talk about divination. What is divination? Divination is a demonic counterfeit ability that the devil uses in order to foretell the future. It is the ability to access hidden information, to access hidden knowledge or secrets pertaining to a person or a people or an event through demonic sources, such as familiar spirits. The word for divination comes from the root word python. The spirit of python counterfeits the spirit of prophecy. Divination is a form of witchcraft that possesses psychics, witch doctors, false prophets, spiritual advisors, medicine men, new age gurus, voodoo priests and priestess. There are those who call themselves prophets and apostles are promoting this third eye that we can prophesy opening our third eye. Really? I'm not only a student and a minister, but I, I've studied cults. I've studied of the occult. I've studied religions. And I also know what is the difference between a true prophet and a wizard or a warlock, those who are trying to masquerade as prophets. We need discernment like never before. Like I said, let's, let's, let's go a little bit about this third eye. The third eye is a mystic new age occult means of opening the gateway to psychic power. You're no longer operating in the realm of God's spirit, the Holy Spirit, but the occult. The Bible spoke harsh concerning those who prophesied through divination. This is not the true spirit of prophecy of those who do not give witness of Jesus Christ. Here's the problem as we're coming to an end here. The problem is that we're raising up immature, loose canning, rebellious, and undiscerning prophetic voices that are not hearing from God. For if they were, their message would not be very popular. Repentance is not a popular topic. Convicting of sin is not very popular. Speaking of hell and God's judgment is not popular at all. But we must preach the full gospel and not tear out parts of the Bible that we don't like. It's not about what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. Apparently, this third eye is an epidemic going on on social media, in African countries, and they're bringing it here to America. It's brought nothing but confusion in the church, and we got to cast this spirit of divination out that has invaded the prophetic ministry. Like I said, this is huge in African countries where they see prophets or so-called seers teaching others how to prophesy through mysticism. And I told you this is prophetic witchcraft, sorcery, and divination. This is not the spirit of prophecy. And I think that we need to get back to the understanding of a true prophetic voice. What is a true prophetic call? And it's not to show others how to give prophetic words or be a seer into the past or future. It's about giving a now rhema word of the Lord to prepare God's people and call us to return to the Lord. Watchmen prophets will expose mystic prophets. And I close with this. God is going to bring a purging of the prophetic movement. There's going to be a cleansing of the prophetic. There's going to be also a cleansing of the priesthood. Even within the churches, pastors are going to go through a purging. God is going to purge his servants. He's going to purge his body. 
And it starts with the gifts that he had given us. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And he's coming to cleanse it, realign us, and bring us back into where we're supposed to be. And he's bringing us back to the two words, if. Bringing us to the Second Chronicles 7.14 mandate. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. We need a lot of healing. We need a lot of repentance. We need a lot of turning back to God because we have been following false prophets. We have been idolizing them and lifting them up on pedestals that they shouldn't. And it's time that we repent of our idolatry in the prophetic movement, the prophetic community. We're closing now. But I pray that that your ears are open, that you have really understood the importance of why this is such an important topic. And we got to give it to the Lord. The Lord's going to do his job, but he's raising up those who are not afraid to speak up. God has given them boldness in their mouth. That's boldness that has been given by the Holy Spirit to be a witness, to speak truth, to declare what the Lord is saying, and don't hold back. Let's close in prayer. I want to thank the Lord for giving us the opportunity to share this teaching with you. I pray that it has not only blessed you, has challenged you, but it also that you would share it with somebody else. This is a teaching that needs to be heard and needs to get out. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to share your word. I give you honor, glory, and praise. I don't do this to boast of myself. Lord, I do this, Lord, to bring warning, to bring an alarm. The sirens are going off, Father. Lord, it's time to bring an exposing of those masquerading that are trying to be prophets of God who are really witches and warlocks, God who are being used of Satan through divination and through the occult, who are trying to infiltrate the church and trying to cause it to follow after themselves. Idolatry, fornication, Lord, witchcraft, divination, sorcery. Lord, expose this wicked spirit and bring clarity and discernment to your body, Father. Let true prophecy arise. Let the spirit of prophecy that is Jesus Christ arise and that we are no longer deceived. We're no longer tossed to and fro. But Lord, we know what is true and what is counterfeit, what is true and what is fake. And Lord, raise up your servants, the messengers. Raise up the watchmen prophets. Raise up those who will stand in the gap. Raise up those who will stand in the gap and make up the hedge to stand as a watchman on the walls of prayer and intercession, hearing from what the Lord is saying, preparing the people for what is coming so that when we see you come, Father, we'll be ready. We're going to ready a people for you, Lord Jesus. If there are those who have been manipulated and who are following after these false prophets. Lord, let them hear the truth and let them turn away and let the spirit of repentance come upon us 
in Jesus' name so that we can be true witnesses for you. In the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. Wow, what a series. What a word. I think we're on our fourth program here. But we've wrapped this up, and, you know, there's a whole lot more that we can discuss. We just need to be truly open to what the Watchmen prophets are saying. That clarion call to sound the alarm, will the real prophets of God arise? I want to be one of those real prophets. I'm not going to lead you to any fake, manipulative, or giving you words of prophecy, using third eye or occult means. I'm going to give you the word of the Lord by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit so that we could be led to all truth. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the VOR radio show. Once again, you can find out more at our website, thevor.net. Listen to our program on ICYB Radio. You can also find the information at thevor.net. And help us get the word out. We are not about making fans or followers. We are about raising up disciples that know the truth and the word of God. If you want to be a part of that, then just go to the VOR.net to find out how you can connect and be a part of this vision, a part of this mission of raising up thousands of watchmen, revival messengers that will break through the noise of secular media that's going to break through the noise of this media giant and will make a difference in the world. This is Isaac with the VOR radio show saying, will you be a voice of revival for your generation? Until next time, may the Lord bless you. Go back and listen to our programs on the Holy Spirit because that's what we're coming into. The power of the Holy Spirit, the promise of the Holy Spirit. It is going to be needed in our day. God bless. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.